Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast i have today uh, one of my good friends good internet friends uh, as skrillex would say uh this man has opened my eyes to a lot of things talking about tartaria talking about mud floods talking about all kinds of great stuff he's always got great content great stuff to share great uh, great guy all around and that jawline on this motherfucker holy jumping Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you and welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Mike, my gauze. How are you, brother? What's going on? What's moving? What's happening? What's shaking? The new world order. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's the big one. At least an attempt of it, right? That's what we're in now, right now. Now, are we talking about Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan? Is that the new world order we're talking about? <laughs> I wish. I wish, brother. I wish. How do you, it's been 20 you years. Have a fan? Um. Well, check it out. It's funny enough. You should. There's comparisons here because, it's of course, just of course like, there is. Yeah. Well, listen. Once I found out it was fake, I mean, I was deeply deluded and <laughs> deeply disappointed. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, I even went and threw threw an egg at them. That I went. I went to the show and threw an egg at them when it was flying. You, Macho Man when he was flying off the in. ropes. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I was pissed. Because I I'm still a believer of truth all the way back to when I was a kid. Still am now, and you know. Uh, now just more because now I'm sober. So now I can now I can't lie. You know you know what I'm talking about. Of course. So yeah, no, um, I was going to say with regards to the wrestling, like it's it's interesting because yeah, you know you get into it and you know when you start waking up, think back to like waking up from like waking out of a dead sleep. You know the dead sleep being like the humdrum, going to work, getting shit faced, being yeah. dumb, lying, doing stupid yeah. shit, doing drugs, smoking yeah. cigarettes, being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the world that we hate, and this is the world that caused us to drink. This is the world that yeah. it was so fake, it interfered with our souls so much that we caused this. But if we get right back into it, wrestling was a big deal. And if you look at the correlation between wrestling and the New World Order now, right, we have – do you remember when – I mean, in the 80s, Hogan – when Hogan slammed Andre the Giant, that was insane. That was insane. How does that happen? Right. And then you get into it and you're like, okay. And everyone's like, no, it's fake. It's fake. And you know, it's fake, but you're like, no, it's not fake. And then because you don't want to believe, listen, because cognitive, your cognitive dissonance, your Mm -hmm. ego doesn't want to permit you to be so wrong. Because if you were wrong about that, you know how many other things you could be wrong about and your, 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 your mind, most people's minds will not let them do that, you know. And the reason that we've even accepted certain things is certainly, I can speak for myself, is certainly having gotten sober, I was actually able to 
look at something and and see the truth right through it. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah. I used to say when I was drinking that I needed to drink because I wasn't ready to stare at the world. I would I remember saying that verbatim. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and that's the truth. I couldn't. I, I wasn't prepared to handle how I felt about the world in mm-hmm. a sober state. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a grand escape. But back mm-hmm. to the wrestling. You know, we there, we went through as kids because you and I are roughly the same age. So we went through as mm-hmm. kids. You know, the attitude era. We went through all, all this stuff. But you know, at the beginning, when 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 people are like it's fake, you're like, no, it's not. And then you're like, all right, it's fake, right? But then you're like, but it's still really cool. So then you, you get off the fact that it's fake. Then you realize that everything's fake. Like there's no difference between wrestling and the days of our lives. You know, it's, it's not real. This isn't a camera following around real people. The days of our lives is fake. And then I guess that's kind of like the precursor to everything. And then, and then there was the nuance where the news is fake. And they're like, what? But there's that difference. There's that this television show is fake, but the news is real, right? And then people are like, oh, shit, the news is fake. So we're at that point right now. Where in the news, we're at that point right now that we're collectively, I believe, at that point right now where when where we were when we were kids and we were starting to accept that wrestling was fake, but that it was entertainment. And we were okay with that. I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, I know a lot of people are waking up. And if you and if anybody out there doesn't think that, just go look at global news or CBC comments online. And at any time that COVID's brought up, and you'll you'll understand that, well, <laughs> there's a lot of us, um, oh, yeah. and people are waking up like in a multitude on a daily basis. I think exponentially at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have to. They have to wake up, oh, right? Yeah. Because you can only. We've all got that one friend who's stone cold huh, wrestling coat, stone cold dead asleep. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they're like, you, you know, you can't, you can't, this can't be real. They can't possibly do this. Right. Yeah. But it can be done because wrestling pulled the wool over our eyes. Yeah, yeah. The entire world pulled the Santa Claus wool over our eyes. Yeah. And to any of my listeners who still believe in Santa, I'm sorry to burst. Your <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just Satan spelt differently. That's right. <laughs> now here's a fun thing. I have, I have a niece and I love her to pieces. And I had to listen to my sister explain how we can't go anywhere. But Santa can go everywhere. Mm. So, and, and the story, you know, the story they told, because you know, you're listening to an adult talk to a child, you're like, shit, that makes sense, right? So when you, when you watch that and you know that the, the adult knows a little bit more than the kid, you know, if you look at the people that are pulling the strings and you know that they know a little bit more than us, it's so easy to pull this bullshit over our eyes. And then you have that one guy that's like, no, 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 COVID is real. It's, it's killing me. It's deadly. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. of course, COVID's real. None of us are saying COVID's not real. No, no. But the flu is real. Tuberculosis yeah, is real. Absolutely. Car crashes are real. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I get frustrated. I get it's frustrated. It's okay. This. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I'm here to calm you down, bro. It's going to be okay. You know why? Here, let me tell you a little philosophy of mine. Perfect. I think, I think, okay, this is just my, again, my opinion, that I think that people. And the people that they put in power, in the power play here, you know, uh, they're too, most of them are too greedy or they're too, more importantly, too egocentric, you see. Mm. And so what happens when you're too fully yourself? Well, you're not objective. And guess what happens when you're on a mission and you're not objective? You fail. Mm. You fail your mission, right? So all these multiples of minions around the world that have been placed 
by the powers that be, the, the elite, shall we call them, right? and, and who have been put in this power play probably for tens of years already, positioned, and, you know, a lot of them are faltering. A lot of them are making mistakes. Look at Trudeau. Trudeau made so many mistakes to date that, that it just, it, if you see it, once you see it, right, and you're awake to it, well, then it's, it's undeniable that this man is working for somebody else. And, yeah. and, and, and whatever he's going to get out of it is some form of more power, you know. And, and anyways, he's made so many mistakes. I'm not even going to get into them right now. But the point of it is, is that many around the world are, right? So um, there's slip-ups. There's slip-ups, and everyone on our side, the people that are waking up, well, they're awake, so they're actually doing things maybe that they wouldn't normally do, screenshotting the shit out of stuff, right? And then yeah, passing it around. Piece by piece. And pass, yeah, yeah, and passing it around. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's sure, there's conspiracy crap, and, there's, and there's, I'm sure there's all sorts of Russian interference and, and controlled opposition and everything like that. But in the meantime, there's also a lot of truth that people are believing in enough to form a massive movement, like one in the States where, you know, there's a Senator now that just got put in that is part that believes in the Q. Like, fuck, I don't even believe in Q. <laughs> yeah. And there's a Senator that believes in Q and they let that, per- that, that woman in. Like, Here's so why there's, I a believe in Q. there's a movement, there's a movement, right? So, yeah. so, so, so a movement, a truther movement. Now, again, like in every movement, there's, you know, bad fake actors and, and controlled opposition and all that. But really, yeah. I mean, but, but at least that, that's just telling me that people are waking up, that we're not all still glued to the television and all believing the mainstream media. I mean, most people that I speak to, at least when you ask them this, they all nod their heads and, you know, is, do you know that all, most of the media is owned by six corporations? Do you know that? And most people frigging do. Right. But why can't they start researching on their own? Why would there be such a concentration of all the media? Well, shit, the last time that that happened was when the Nazis were were in (laughs) And, and it was called propaganda. But that's what the CBC is. It's propaganda because it's paid $800 million by Trudeau, who laughs about it. We have a video of him laughing about it. And boistering about it. Like, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Okay? You're going to pay the media, and then they're going to sit there, and they're going to cover your butt. And then once in a while, they got to pretend that they're not covering your butt, right, to, fi- to keep trying to fool us. Meanwhile, meanwhile, guess what's happening? The least amount of people to ever have watched the CBC are watching it now, like less than ever. And I'm talking, hey, in the middle of a pandemic, you're supposed to be glued to the TV, right? No. No. They're not. No. They're not. So that tells me, uh, again, something. You know what I mean? About people waking up and people not, 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 not wanting to even listen to the narrative. When he went up on that podium, that burns me, man. He was up there in our face after about 10 days of that at the beginning of, this, of the COVID thing. Man, I, just, I had to turn him off. And when I did turn him off, I found peace again, man. Like, mm. that was like, that, like since I stopped drinking, he 
was the first, the only thing that shook me for a moment there, you know, but all I had to do was turn it off. And it's true. Just like the meme says, <laughs> turn off the TV and that's it. Your life goes back to normal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I wanted to touch on, I wanted to touch back on Q. I, I don't believe yeah. the Q narrative. I don't believe in Q as a person. I don't believe there's one man going around and being Q. I don't believe Donald Trump is Q. That's but it. I believe in Q. Okay. Because, and, I, and I say that because every, like so many people know who he is to the point where they look into information, to the point where they pick and choose certain things. And what Q did was made people aware that there is bullshit because there was enough real that came out of Q, the Q camp, and there was enough fake that, that whatever it was, somebody somewhere at some point was leaking information, was setting things up, but was showing the world that we'd been lied to. Which is where I firmly believe the Q the, the Q conundrum or the Q continuum comes in. Okay. That's my stance on Q. Q Q is real because people people are aware of him and because he's done good. What? Okay. So like can you tell me what he's done? <laughs> he's made people what aware. He's done? Right? Okay. So he's 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 dropped leaks, he's talked about certain things. I don't follow Q. Now don't right. get me wrong. I'm I not just a follower think, I just Q. fear I always fear controlled opposition, right? And you know, and for those people again out there that are maybe just listening in, I don't that don't know what that is, right? Controlled opposition has been around since, you know, the ancient the art of war by Sun Tzu, you know. Like it's when you're in a fight, you send out you you get in front of the fight on the other side. So you already pretend you already have a faction that goes on the other side and pretends to be all you know against this proposed war let's say right and so and so all the people yeah and so what what do they do they bring out all the supporters of this and who get eventually executed of course and that's when they get them out of the way that's controlled opposition so so you know q in my view and this is just me right i don't i haven't seen him do anything i haven't seen anything really happen yet and so really what I kind of do feel, though, is I feel a lot of people waiting, waiting for something to arrive, right? Waiting and waiting and something that drags on because these people needed, in my view, something to kind of drag on while this whole COVID's happening. With but the they got faith. it. But what did they get? Q, Q, gave, Q gave them hope. Okay. Right? Q didn't give them but answers. He gave them hope. Enough. Hope is not enough. Hope is not, hope is not what Q promises. Q promises people being fucking all the bad people being being at least tried, if not worse, and mm. certainly the drain the swamp, get the people that we already know who it is. Okay, so here's my thing on name, that. I don't even need to name names. We already know who the bitch yeah. is that need to go. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you can't say Hillary Clinton either because she'll kill you. So That's we're not right. talking about Hillary Clinton, ladies and gentlemen. No, we're not. But, anyway, so... Uh, so remember that, remember that so, meme? Do you remember that meme from four years ago? It was Joe Biden. He said something about Hillary Clinton. And, and, and then the meme was Obama leans into Biden. He's like, you know, she kills people, right? Like, I remember that shit from like four or five years ago. That shit made me laugh. Now, I want to say this about Q. Everything that you said is 100% true. And I agree with you 100%. Now, my caveat to that is Q made people aware of the swamp that would never have otherwise okay, questioned it. fine. I do kind of believe that. I do. I, I haven't seen. I haven't looked into the numbers, but I do. I, I, I'll go with that. Fine, fine. And that's why. I'm that's my stance on Q. So look at that. So you and I both I, agree on Q. Fantastic. Okay, great. Then we both agree. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. 
No, no, because anything that can bring out something like that, it's kind of like the internet, kind of like, you know, to, to some degree, we, have, we know the CIA built the internet, and we know that it was, I mean, that's why it's called the web, and, and you know, but, you know, we're very resourceful as humans, and the reason that they fear us, and they don't want to tell us how special we are, right, uh, is also one of the reasons why, you know, we use the internet and flip it on its head and use it against them, because, even though they started censoring with the fact checkers, right? As soon as the truth started coming out, boom, fact checker over the head. That's what we got, right? From every side, fact checker here, fact checker there. God, Christ, we've shown people over and over that the owner of Snopes and his new prostitute wife are running Snopes. Now, really, really, you guys still want to believe Snopes? Like, come on. Like yeah, I've and fact, people, what I've they'll say to that is, what they'll say to that is like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna you know knock somebody for their past. Meanwhile, these are the same people that are ripping people apart in cancel culture for their past. I'm not knocking anybody for their past. I'm saying one guy, and four ex prostitutes, is who you're going to believe when you say Snopes says, you have gone into one guy and four other people. You even say ex prostitutes. Five people. Mm-hmm. are, are no, where course, you gain your course, information from. Of course, and I didn't, Who are bought and paid for. And, and I wasn't even meaning to demean anybody by saying prostitute. I'm just saying that, that quali- that's her qualification. For now, I haven't seen an MBA or any letters next to her name. But mm-hmm. if I want to fact check her, I want some letters next to that name. Okay? That's who I want fact checking me and fact checking the shit for me. Okay? Yeah, sure. I want somebody st- smart, and 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 somebody who's passed some some serious bias. Uh, and honestly, testing. there's so much news out there that we could really use some legitimate non-biased fact checkers. That would be great. It would be. <laughs> it would be. It would be. And listen, I'll tell you something about that. This is how like you know apolitical I am. I've read on both sides some fact checking that you know was occasionally worthwhile. I was I was actually like, hey, I almost believed that meme. You know, and then they were like, oh, no, 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 that, that, that's not true because of this, this. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I went and researched it, and it was true. Mm-hmm. So a couple, you know, I'm not saying it's all bad, but what I'm saying is who controls this and the reason behind it being here right now is modern-day censorship. It's yeah. modern-day book burning. Sorry. 100%. Fahrenheit 451 all over again. 100%. 100%. And that, you know, that – it's so weird because – Society is its own uh, gatekeeper and warden. If you're talking to somebody who's dead asleep and they're like, COVID's fake, they're like, people are dying. I didn't say that. I said, as it's delivered, COVID is fake. So people want to attack you for saying something that the news didn't say. And that's a problem. The mask, the mask, in my opinion, in and of itself, the mask is the newest division. Because if you, if you don't wear a mask, you hate old people. Right. Also, how can they remind people that the pandemic is real if, if there's no mask? It's the visual aid. Absolutely. Aid the television Absolutely. It's part of the show. If I take mm-hmm. off my costume, do you believe, and I'm standing there on the stage, do you believe me a little less that I'm King Lear? I'll fucking bet you, you better believe you're going to believe me less. Yeah. Well, right? if, a cop, if, if a cop pulls up and tries to arrest you and he's naked <laughs> without right. the uniform on, you without ain't nothing about it. Without the uniform on, it's not going to have the same effect. Mm-hmm. Very good yeah, point, my friend. Very good that's point. That's what. That's what the mask is all about to me, you know, and then the vaccine. So like what happens, what happens with the vaccines? The vaccines are going to come out and we're all, we're already used to it. 
But I think like what you said, when you talk about the people that are posting, when you talk about the comments that are underneath things, when you talk about the world itself waking up, there's going to be a collective of people. Now, here's the thing. You're, you're one of the greatest Canadian music producers that ever existed. And so you're privy to understanding that, um, uh, whatchamacallit, the ticket master is going to be like, you need a vaccine or proof of, of something to come to our shows. Do you think that Ticketmaster is going to get a very rude awakening when they realize that nobody gives a shit, unfortunately, about live music if they have to get vaccinated. Did, didn't you see their stock plummet? They had to re, They had to. They had to. They had to pull back their statement. They're not going to. Do I didn't. That. I actually didn't yeah, see. Yeah, go look at it. Go there. They pulled back their statement within 24 hours. <laughs> of course, the, of course, the, but but the mainstream media won't tell you that, right? They want to leave up the first thing they said, which is we're yeah. going to, we're going to make you all take the vaccine or you're no concert for you. Yeah. Right. So that's bullshit. And people reacted really badly. The pushback mm-hmm. was like severe, so bad Amazing. that their stock plummeted. And they were like, well, cause you know what, the, again, what's, what's going to be the thing that I think is going to be the, the, that blows up in their face. It's also this fact of capitalism, right? Everybody wants to make money here. If you're not making money, well, you may not go along with this. So all of a sudden, you have, of course, the poorer countries, (laughs) India, Bulgaria, all these places, they're all coming up with the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine is what they're prescribing, not only preventatively, but curatively. Okay? Yeah. And so, and so, and so, and I just want to, you know, this is, it's very, it's very disturbing, you see, because as a Canadian, I fell for the old adage here in Canada, that everything is, you know, very whitewashed and very all nice and pretty and pristine. And as soon as they put a Health Canada sticker over something, it's formalized. We are so formal here, right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Formal, formal, formal. We believe anything and anybody that's behind a desk, for Christ's sakes, over here in Canada, right? We sweep all that dirty laundry under the carpet and we make everything look nice and pretty over here and for the world, right? But again, back to that fakeness, people aren't believing it anymore because Trudeau's screwing up over and over and over again with his ego, the ego, the eternal damnation of man, right? Because that's what's going to screw him up. And it does it all yeah. the time now. Nobody believes him. Well, not only that, when you talk about not being believable, um, here's the thing too. I mean, th- for the longest time, prison was used as a threat that kept people in line. But when it comes down to like taxes now, people are going to be like, you fucking wasted so much of this money. Like, I don't trust you with my money. You're not getting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. People are not going to pay taxes anymore because they, they realize that it's a scam. Like the taxation, the taxation is just basically, I don't know. This is scary out here. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But what happens if you say, fuck you, you know, right. When, when people are like, you're all going to jail, but here's the thing. They're letting people out of jail. They won't keep you out. They won't put, they'll, they'll make, they'll make it worse. See, at least, at least when you go to jail, you got a, you got a home and you get Mm. fed every day. But here in Canada, when they repo your house and they take your car, which doesn't let you stay with your kids, they start yeah. taking everything from you. That's what the CRA is, okay? They take everything from you. But they do it, see, they do it in this, like, very nice and polite manner, you see? 
not like Americans just fucking throw you in jail. Fuck that. I'd rather be in jail then because like, because at least I know, I know I'm getting fed and I I got a place. It's not going to rain on my head tonight. I mean, people are going to be made homeless, like just from this Serb, just because they accepted the Serb, because they didn't read the fine print. I mean, listen to me. And don't get me going on this, but this Serb, I mean, for Christ's sake, there's people, thousands of people who didn't know, and he knows. You think the government doesn't know that these people don't know and aren't going to read the whole contract, that they aren't going to read all through the lines, that they're not going to think that what he meant was gross income instead of a net income? And these people are screwed now, owing like 20, like 20 grand. Are you kidding? If not, only already only... Hole, not only am I in the hole because because you because of your stupid lockdown, but on top of that, now I gotta give you back twenty grand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on now. And that yeah. and that's the thing, like it doesn't pay to own anything right now. Which is also kind of what they want. They don't want you owning anything. Again, go like 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 that's Klaus Schwabe, right? Shit, right there. World Economic Forum. Go look at that. Go look at that madman. He's just like, hey, by 2030, you're all going to own nothing. And you're going to like it. And you're going to be happy about it, yeah. Yeah, like, I, like, and listen, if I wanted to go minimal, and which I like that, I like that lifestyle. I like to, you know, I don't, I don't believe in excess, right? No. And, and but, but listen. Aside from your music room, I've if, seen that thing. If I happen <laughs> to have, if I worked, if I, if I, if I worked my butt off and, and I finally got to buy myself a slide guitar and I want to keep it around because I want to play it when I want to. Hold on a second, buddy. Don't you start taking that guitar away from me because I'm going to get really mad. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a sense of ownership. I understand that idea. But the problem with communism, you see, and that sort of lofty idealism, is that communism, if you go read the rules of communism, there's four stages. And in the fourth stage of the communism, the first stage is, of course, government takeover, because you've got to take over the government that's been enslaving you, right? But what happens is then, then you've got to move all forward, right? You know, then you've got to you know, like establish your own government, and then you have to like, start giving the money to the people and the redistribution of wealth. Well, guess what? Everybody, it seems, who tries this communism thing, they all stop it at number one. They all just take power, and once they got the power, guess what? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. You see, and so nobody—it's just a lofty dream, okay? It's not going to happen because man is too corruptible, right? The people that we choose to go and and allow to be politicians because they should all pass a fucking test, a psychological one to see if they're psychopaths or sociopaths, because guess what? Guess what it comes out? It looks like the majority of politicians have to be sociopaths to even take the job. You'd have to so be, that's, yeah. that's I would never scary. want that. I, you, you couldn't yeah. pay me enough to deal with that And bullshit. then, guess what? So, guess what I found out in university going back? That sociologists, the people that actually are like, kind of the, the psychology of the people and like look at the numbers and stuff like that and actually could tell these people in governance what is going wrong and what can be done better. Well, guess what? They're not invited. They're not allowed <laughs> in the forums with, for, for governance. Because you know what? Because they're going to step all over their little, their little plans that all have capitalism as king, you see, and not the good of the people as priority. 
So, my friend, it's uh, it's a big mess, but I think that you know, as more people wake up, as it becomes, like you said, it becomes more commonplace to see things as the news, the mainstream media news as fake. See, many people, for example, don't know that in the States, they lost um, the the right to have real news that has a promise to be 100% factually accurate, right? They lost that in court. And CNN and those companies won. And they do, or do, are not liable. They do not have to tell you the truth. Okay? Here in Canada, they tried that in 2017, and, the, and, and, and we won as the people. Right? So here in Canada, still, we have to be very factual and, and 100% correct. Right? Or we could be sued and so on and so forth. Right? So... Um, what I found interesting about that too is when it comes to factuality, there the social media is making moves. Because I, okay, so in Canada, I I personally I've already been kicked off Twitter. Um, <laughs> like I'm banned for life from Twitter. So my social media is now essentially uh, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram's new terms of services dictate that you, if you own a URL, uh, so for me it's the Instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. But I also own the mentalmasteryalliance.com, which uh-huh. as, as of the new terms and services update, whenever that takes effect, yeah. officially makes me in breach of their terms of services, which means they can technically shut me down because I'm uh-huh. in breach because they've changed their terms of service. I'm not allowed to have a URL, which means that whenever they decide to do the great culling, uh-huh. they'll be like, it's clearly within our terms of services. You can't own your own URL if you're going to be on our site. But you can't own your own URL, period? Of if any you sort? can't match them. Like, I can't, I can't, I technically, I'm in breach of, of, of terms because I own uh, Instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance and I own the Mental Mastery Alliance.com. So I'm oh, not allowed. Have, but does it have to have just the same name or does it have to be the same entity? It's the same entity. It's like Tony Robbins, because Tony Robbins, for example, is Instagram.com forward slash Tony Robbins, but he's also TonyRobbins.com. So because he owns because he owns his he owns that URL and he uses that URL on Instagram, he is Jesus. in breach of Instagram's terms of service. Which uh-huh. means if he says anything or does anything, they can kick him out. Uh, yeah. Well. So maybe when you get maybe, maybe, maybe it's time for Instagram to go. It is. Maybe people are getting bored of it anyways. I don't know. That's what I was saying too. You know, all of these things look like negatives at this point because we're losing things that we once had, but we're also regaining. You know what happens when all of Instagram shuts down and it's just a big, you know, wash of the same opinion and people aren't going to use it. People don't give a fuck about Instagram at that point. Well, listen, listen, listen to what it was becoming. Listen to what it was. Well, listen, lately it's, it's, it's been becoming just a whole lot of fake tits and ass and, and, and people and people who really shouldn't be, uh, you know, promoting their only fans, doing their only fans and promoting them off of Instagram. Right now that you saw the purge that's happening on TikTok, right? All these only fans, people, they're all getting kicked off of TikTok. I mean like that. Why? Because TikTok's going to get sued and they don't want to get sued. Right. And now, and now, so the same thing soon is going to happen to Instagram. It's going to happen. It's gonna it's gonna happen. There's too many conservatives 
in the States for this to go on because Instagram is just getting used by, by all these, by all these hoes and, and, and <laughs> men, men and women, men and women, you know what I'm saying? But, but, um, but that's what it is. Right. And so, and so that, and, and then some music stuff, but what people are seeing with the music stuff is that it's not generating them any money. Right. Tits and ass. Yes. Generates money. Always will. Music, I'm not getting any contact. You know, I see, I see a lot of disappointed people on Instagram. That's what I see, musically speaking, right? Um, easy to get followers, easy to follow, but like, eh, is it really? Is it really upping your game? Is it? Is it putting you on the radio? Mm, not really. So, you're, so you're starting. So people are going to start seeing seeing through that if they're not getting any content. See, why is Facebook still still around? Because there's content. There's interesting content. I can have blogs. And I can. I. I. I've got a. You know, Tartaria. Twenty thousand people in a group, all enjoying and sharing information. I mean, it's. It's quite. It's quite good. You know, for for being free. So, um, you know, thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, for that. He may not. He may not even understand what he's done. Maybe, but I don't, that's probably I don't even think he did it. Even, he didn't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Fucking me's just the face. It's, it's like him and Jeff Bezos. They're all, they're all like, just no, figureheads. People to need bullshit. to start doing this. People need to start doing this. As soon as you, like when we tell people, you need to flip your world upside down and then you will start seeing things a bit more clearly. Okay? And I mean everything. So, for example, if you've got to go, if you've got to go think about something, right? Like, did Mark Zuckerberg really make Facebook all by himself and you see a movie made that tells you that guess yeah. what motherfucker it didn't happen like that exactly it didn't it happen pro- like that You've been because somebody and and they had to and they and somebody a whole group of people spent a shit ton of money and boardrooms full of people to make sure that you believe that shit can you, you know <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 maybe the scary part for some people who are just waking up, right? Have you seen the Have you seen the preview for Songbird yet? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, I'll send you the link after the show. Okay. It uh, it, yeah, it's all about oh fuck it. (laughs) It's exactly what you're talking about. You'll get a kick out of the the preview. Nobody will ever have to see the movie, but the the two minute preview, you're like Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. No, it's not. But, so, you know, in fact, here, I'll just tell you a little piece of tidbit information going into like ancient history that's been duped for us. Right. So the first real shot, right, we think it's Charlie Chaplin because, again, a movie's been made to tell us that. But really, the real first uh, 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 cinema, right, movies, the movies, where did that start? Well, it started by this by the jesuits in the 1600s at the end of the 1600s and and where in, in the vatican and they started doing all these tests and um i'm just gonna you know you can fill in the rest if you if you know who the jesuits are and 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 then and then here you go and then you have people people going to the moon and and so on and so forth right and and the wild west right there's all these movies about the wild west why? Because we need to believe that there was just this, you know, wild, barren desert in the United States, and there was just a couple of Indians and, and, and you know, and, and the cowboys and all that. Meanwhile, you go look into Tartaria a little deeper, and you find that there's, well, there's a lot of buildings, 
Mike. There's a lot of buildings that were there before that. You know. Oh yeah, but, and then history too. If you go back in history, they're like back in the day, men lived in caves. <laughs> Cavemen, right? But we come from a civilization where Tesla had the information. Right, Tesla got his information from somewhere, yeah. and oh yeah, and then and then died died a pauper, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I that, guess, and, that and, and even that may be bullshit. We don't know yet. True, well, we don't know anything until until it's all to death, right? <laughs> and some we won't ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think you will after. I mean, okay, so it, like, we could we could talk doom and gloom all day, or we could talk you know ideologies all day. But you know, what's your take on after? What do you think? You know, because obviously this is this is a fucking show. We're literally living inside of a movie right now. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you believe? Do you have an opinion, or do you have a thought process as to they take it all from you and then you die? You know what comes next? Oh well, interesting. I've been doing a lot of research on near death experiences, actually. Um, and you know, my, I was researching a lot of magnetism, the stuff that I found from. Um, in Tartaria and stuff like that, ancients, how they use magnetism. And I wrote a big article for Graham Hancock magazine on that. And then, and then, and then they asked me to write another article. And so I've been researching that and near death experiences, which is something that I've been researching my whole life uh, through reading people like uh, Dr. Raymond Moody from Harvard and, you know, how he took a, you know, a thousand of his, uh, of his patients and he, who had had near death experiences and he, sort of analyzed everything that they said and he, and he saw the, the similarities and differences of what happens afterwards, right? Well, I found, in the pinnacle of my research, I found this book called The Journey of Souls. And, um, and, when, and when you read this book, there's this psychiatrist who's a hypnotist and a hypnotherapist, and he would hypnotize people and regress them and do regression therapy with them into their past lives, and that would help them a lot. Well, in regressing them, he would notice that there would be this moment where it would be going between the lives, you see. Well, what's in between the lives? Heaven, purgatory, whatever. The, the other, the other side is what's in between lives, right? So he started tapping into that and started, and he presents the whole book as a, um, you know, as a case study. So you're reading this and you're reading him speak with his patients and his patients are describing what's in the afterlife. So that's where I'm at and what I believe in. And I believe that you know, there is definitely something and there's a reason for us to be here. I'm a numerologist, for example. So if you dig deep into numerology, you'll find that you and your numbers have a purpose here and you have a purpose here. And you'll find that it really resonates with you when you read about it. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I really am. And that really belongs to me. And, and some people are like, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm doing it. And that's great. And some people are like, I'm not doing it. And that's why my life sucks. You know? I had and, um, to cut you off on, on, on the numerology. I was one way or the other, right? I, I was of the opinion that it could be a thing. It could not be a thing. But then you start seeing more and more and more. I became more and more of a believer. I actually had a lady. Uh, I'm going to get her on the show soon. But I actually had a lady do my, uh, do my reading. And the one thing that stuck with me was there's no possible way. The only information she had on me was my date of birth, time of birth, uh, and full name. Um, And she gave me what's called uh, life pinnacles. So she she told me uh, what my pinnacles were. And these line up with my life, with the plan that's been in my life, with the knowledge that's been in my head. Age 27, zero to 27 was the first pinnacle. And 
uh, that was 27 was when my father passed away and my life changed. Mm-hmm. 28 to 36 was the wandering years mm-hmm. and 36, 36 and beyond. Um, sorry, 36 was the change. So 28 to 36 was a chunk of time that right. existed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 37. Okay. So my two lucky numbers are 37 and 46. These numbers are everywhere in my life. 37 sure, and 46 are everywhere. Of course they are. Of course they are. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because when you don't know any of these things, you just see them. Right? Yeah. So yeah. my my third pinnacle is uh, age 37 to 45. So that's 37 to 46. Mm-hmm. And and I always knew that that would be the, the year that I did the majority, or that would be the chunk of time between 37 and 46 where I did the majority of my massive growth. Right. And 46 onward is the last pinnacle of my life, the rest of my life. Yeah. So I have... I have apparently a master. So, so the first pinnacle is a nine. The second pinnacle is a master uh, one and a half. And the third pinnacle is a master one and a half. And the fourth pinnacle is a seven. She then gave me my life path and my core numbers, which are life path nine, special talent two, mm-hmm. um, personal speaker or K, KD. I don't remember what that is exactly. Yeah. Personality. So it's KD 14 or one, four, fifth, 14, five. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, 14, yeah. Oh, 14, KD14, and then 14.5, and maturity is 14.5, and my soul desire is nine. So I've got two nines and three fives in my charts and a two. Anyway, so they start making sense, right? Once you start looking at this stuff, it starts making sense. And, and it starts showing that there is something divine, something that is much higher than any of our comprehension, Right, but that is unifying all of this. That's making it so that, you know, if you were born this day and you were born this year in this moment, this these are the energies, these are the possibilities, these are the this is what your life's gonna look like. It's not gonna be exactly how it's gonna be, right? Because like you know, look at look at even though you had a very big change you don't know what that change could have been. See, you could have picked up from, you could, you could have got rock bottom and picked yourself up the right way or, the, or gone the wrong way. You don't know that. There was going to be a big thing, but numbers will never tell you exactly the finality of something. You know, just like tarot, right? Yeah. If you read the tarot, the tarot's never going to tell you tomorrow you will die. If you're going to die tomorrow, it's not going to tell you that. Right? It's going to tell you possibilities. It could tell you, you better watch out. And when? Very soon. <laughs> and if you keep laying the tarot on top of that, it might be like really, really, really soon. And then that might mean, man, I better watch out right now. You know? Mm-hmm. But it's not going to tell you things. Um, in specific three-dimensional numbers like we'd like to see them. You know, you have to you have to dive into the esoteric and feel things. I mean, we are feeling, we are souls. We have, there's, we're not just this carnal body. There, we have, you know, our intuition, our sixth sense, again, which they make movies about and try to distort it and make it, ah, it's just a movie, you know more co-optation of things that are divine in us, like intuition, you know, it's a muscle, it's an invisible muscle that we need to feed all the time. But if we just stare at us an iPad all goddamn day, guess what? Intuition, out the window. 
Do you have a sixth right? sense? But that's I don't how see they dead want people. It, that's how they want it. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you go watch the movie The Last Druid, right? Whether it's a documentary of really one of the last druids on earth, he tells you. He tells you that in the last great reset that he can has been told of, right? When there was cataclysm and blah blah blah, probably you know in in the middle in early Middle Ages before the Dark Ages, right? When which, when which that happened, exist, based yeah, on my research. when that happened, when that happened, they he said he'll tell you they hid all the clairvoyance in caves first. That was their that was their main goal for all the people is you take the goddamn clairvoyance and throw them into the caves and protect them. Because guess what? Guess who guess who's after them? Guess who doesn't want man to be clairvoyant? The rulers of this earth. Who who think that they're rulers of this earth? Who think that because they descend from the people from the flood that they're ordained to rule over us? bullshit i call mm. bullshit right because if they are then you're doing a shit horrible job of it okay and, and it's true i mean my whole life i've 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 been of the opinion or or had the experience that i was claircognizant in mm-hmm. other words i knew things that i had no business knowing but mm-hmm. i knew them and they mm-hmm. helped me Oh yeah, you know, and that's you know, I'm not clairvoyant. I can't predict a, a boulder falling on your head, but I know why you say what you say. I know what's coming. I know why certain things are the way they are. I don't know why. With regards to numerology and with regards to all that other stuff too, as well. Are you familiar with the Akashic records? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that supposedly is basically all the knowledge that ever was and ever is, sort of all around being being sort of all encompassing over over our earth. You know, and um, now Akashic Records, you know, of Edgar Casey because he it was the um, the seer, this famous seer from the 1920s and 30s, and he would do his readings. He was a psychic, and he would do these readings that he was called the Sleeping Prophet because he would fall asleep and he would do give readings for people even uh, you know halfway around the world that were dying or suffering of some sort of weird disease and he would tell them to go do this and such thing and such thing and and they would be cured and so they were cured and uh, to the point that he's done over 20,000 readings and uh, there's a foundation and I've read many of his books and um and so he would tap into the akashic records um through sleep Right, and it all started because he would he, could, he had to do a test, and and he he just couldn't study. He couldn't he could not study, but so a little voice said, "Fall asleep on the book, and we'll take care of the rest." And so he woke up the next day, and he knew the whole book. So he had a connection. You see, when he would fall asleep, he would really be kind of have you know have you ever had a lucid dream, you know, yeah. so be able to tap in right and. Um, so yeah, so he was tapping into the Akasha records. So he said, "It's a phenomenal thing that I I absolutely want to get more knowledge on." And uh, you know, fifth dimensional living is is also sort of you know where my my mindset has gone, and sure. the peace of mind that comes from you know all the stuff that is you know profitability. It's you know, all these things like how much money do you have, how much this, the IRS, and taking your house like we were talking about. You know, they take your house, they take this. You know, all these. Phenomenal experiences. If you know, if you lead life, I found with, you know, with 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 pure intent, 
everything changes, you know? Um, and, and we're up against some serious evil. Like the tax man is, is serious evil. They're there to steal from you with the intent of not, not so much that they have your money, but so that you don't have it and that you have to work harder. And you yeah, have to, they work, just want you to keep harder. working, man. Yeah, they don't want yeah, you to own, you know. Who you are. Like, it's my, it's like my home here. I bought my home. I paid for it. Now, I understand I'm going to pay for some of the taxes so that you can build the roads and service my garbage and do things like that. And that's fine. But, you know, out here I pay like 2000 2500 bucks a year in in home home taxes. That's a lot of money, you know. And I know people who who have like a million dollar home, and they and they here out here, and they pay like ten thousand dollars a year in home taxes. That keeps you working, man. That keeps you not protesting. That kind of that kind of having to pay that kind of money. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just uh, that's just that's and that's in addition to just normal living, right? So on top of having to go get the groceries and blah blah. blah if I want to own a house, then I got to pay all these taxes on you on top of that. So I never really own the house, but you know, there goes again, the ego of the Royals, right? They, they don't want you to own anything, right? They don't. Because they, the only they are allowed, only they are allowed. And this goes back to communism. Why do the Royals who hide behind the corporations, why do they like the idea of communism? Because guess what happened with, like I was telling you, the people had to try communism, they stop at the first step when they take over power of the government and then they assume power, they get all the power, they can do what they want, and that's where they stay, right? And so um, that's exactly what's, gonna, what's happening with the Royals. Like they don't want you to own anything. And, and, and that's why they're backing up this guy, Klaus Schwab, from the World, uh, World Economic Forum and telling him, yes, yes, please promote this. This is good. No one will own anything. We'll all be happy. Except guess what? Guess who's still going to own everything? They are. The rich, <laughs> the rich, they're not going to not own things anymore. Do you really think, I mean, go ask any fucking really rich person if they, would, if they buy into that. Really? No. They will. They will no. laugh in your face and yep. drive off and drive off in their Maserati, you know, squealing their tires and ripping and ripping mud in your face. I promise. Oh yeah. Right. They're laughing. What makes all the me laugh about? Bank. What makes me laugh too about the about the royals on that note is like, you know, the world waits for the queen to dress type of thing. We we they they the people are so happy to hear from this bitch in her gold, you know. Like Ridiculous. not only do they exist, but we're Ridiculous. we're we're tricked into worshiping. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just so incredibly pathetic, you know. And like I've been, I, I was born. I say I was I was born an anarchist, you know. Like I just, it's it's taken on such a weird kind of kind of a bad connotation by because of the mainstream narrative. But I mean, it's just about anarchy by definition freedom. is just, just without it, government. It's just without government. It's just it's just freedom. Like like you know, I I can govern myself pretty good. And 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 and. Anyways, she goes. Yep, you're right. One hundred percent. This has been again another fantastic conversation. You, I mean, obviously, we could go on for hours and hours and hours about everything Forever. we didn't even touch. 
We barely even touched on the Tartaria, which we weren't going to, but we could. And it's a phenomenal one as well. There's so much neat stuff that, you know, when you know your past ties into this, like we talked about, we briefly said that the Dark Ages never really happened. They just put that in there to elongate the fact that, you know, Christ wasn't on the earth, you know, 2020 years ago type of thing. Like the timelines are well, all, they're always History's all bullshit. They're, they're always trying to push things further in the, in the past so that they're further away from us. We don't think about them anymore. Ah, that's old news. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah. and, and, but, but the funny thing is, is that researching Tartaria, what did we all find? We all found that, that the powers that be somehow were controlling these great resets. And we, mm-hmm. and we are the ones that we thought we made up that word like that terminology for these worldwide resets, great resets. I mean, when I saw it on the cover of time, the great reset, I almost fell off my chair because no, like, because the last time that you and I spoke, we were speaking about Tartaria and the great resets. There was no COVID. There was none of this. No, no the great I reset this, would have been the melting buildings, the mud floods. It would have been pockets. Right. Pockets of, of civilization yeah. that survived. Yeah. Another one of the one of the last things we talked about was uh, the Chicago quote unquote Chicago World's Fire, the fair. the fire in Chicago, that the, oh, the that fire. burned yeah, down the yeah. world's, you know, that quote unquote burned down the world's fair, and yeah. how the world's fair was only built to be uh, uh, like a, an event, as opposed to the fact sure. that these buildings were just majestic, mm-hmm. and and civilization in Chicago. Chicago was like the heartbeat of Tartaria. If you look at Chicago right now, Chicago is still the heartbeat of a Chilaga. lot of Chilaga. chaos. <laughs> yes. it's, 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 it is the center of so many stories and so many narratives is Chicago. But you're right with regards to the Great Reset. I mean, that was, that was, that was like new knowledge, new information. Like we're literally, and from, the, from, the, from their own mouths, Trudeau on, 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 uh, on camera yeah. Yeah. verbalized the words Great yeah. Reset. Oh, the following yeah. day, called us crazy for stating that's right that's right that's right so there, there's a term for that it's called double speak and it's called uh what's the other one where they try to make you look crazy waterboarding or something like that anyway it uh well yeah I got, again we could go on for hours and hours and hours but i don't want to take up too much of your time you gave me an hour i've used the whole thing we will have you back on the show it won't be so long That'll next time between episodes but i love having you here i love chatting i love connecting um Good. Well, let's hope yeah. something big happens and, and then we can do a nice positive COVID talk. Then. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely fantastic. All right, my friend. Again, thank right, you so brother. much for being here. Okay, send, and, me, uh, and send, send me a link so I can, so I, can uh, I know there's a couple of people that want to listen to this. Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Sounds good, and, buddy. ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.